Welcome back to Fan Wonderland. I'm Taylor Hickson, and I'm with your host, TJ. Time to get with me and get lost in Port Salem. As Taylor just mentioned, welcome back. And we have the incredible Taylor Hickson, who stars as Rael Collar on Freeform's highly anticipated original series, Motherland Fort Salem, which is what we're here to talk about today. Rael is a reluctant recruit with major authority issues, whose mother recently died in the line of duty. And that's literally all the character description we get. But hopefully Taylor can give us a bit more of a insight into her character today. For those that, <laughs> yeah, for those that don't know of Taylor, Taylor was born and raised in Canada, and her career began at the age of twelve, singing alongside her father on stages through British Columbia, and has a passion for music. Began writing her own material, graduated high school a year early, like a champ, to focus on her music career. And fell into acting after a relative encouraged audition at 16 years old. And one of her first roles was alongside the iconic Sir Anthony Hopkins in psychological thriller Blackway. And some others may recognise Taylor as the stalker's victim, Megan Orlovsky from Deadpool in, back in 2016. For those that don't remember context, that was the pizza boy that Ryan Reynolds <laughs> then went and completely scared the shit out of. <laughs> and Taylor very nicely then thanked him. <laughs> so for the, so for that that's a little bit of backstory for those that don't know Taylor. For very those well. that don't know of Motherland Fort Salem, it's from Freeform, which for those that aren't aware that does Siren and a lot of other shows such as the Now Council Cloaky Dagger. Motherland Fort Salem seems to be a brand new original with and Taylor can correct me if I'm wrong on this, no actual backstory from comics or anything it's an entirely original series yeah absolutely it's all from the mind of Elliot Moore brilliant brilliant mind of Elliot yeah for the and if I remember correctly that's the creator of Claws and absolutely yes yes he is he's absolutely oh he's phenomenal he's this this series has been in works for 10 years and he tried on the ideas of um maybe making it into a, a book series or a movie and um, him and Kevin Messick finally landed on the idea of a, of a TV series. And so Motherland was born. How, so how dark are we going with Motherland Fort Salem being, being freeform? And for, for those outside of the US, freeform is very much a sort of a teen, mm-hmm. young adult channel. Is there is, I'm assuming there's a limit as to how dark you're allowed to go. Sure. I mean, you know, if, if we're getting um, exact, the, you know, we get like a certain count of swear words and which ones we can and can't have. And, um, you know, nudity content, there's like a limit, but um, it's it's still present. If there's like implied nudity and all of that, if, uh, if we're getting exact. But uh, yeah, there is, there's a lot about uh, the cycle of life and death. Um, there's a lot of uh, love and relationships and loss and grieving enjoy it's 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 all very hyper present there though they conveyed it beautifully now now for those aware of a bit of taylor's backstory taylor has come from deadly class initially which was kind of a dark on its own but this is an entirely (laughs) new thing and and talking of love for those unaware, and we'd be really remiss being an lgbtqia podcast if we didn't discuss the fact that you or be a very briefly kiss Somalia home in the trailer. 
Yeah. Uh, As I yeah. put it, witches yeah. loving witches. A little play on the women loving women, but it's it's good to it was good to see, and I think that drew a lot of people in straight away. Is the and I'm so is is Rael canonically lesbian or? I mean, it's 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 so hard to say. It's never something that's discussed. Um, you know that it's never pointed out. Nobody's sexuality is ever labeled or or pointed out by any of the other characters. And um, same with any sort of diversity or, or any differences other than being civilian as opposed to being uh, a witch. So I, you know, I think something that Freeform does beautifully, but um, especially Motherland, our series, um, it's, it's, it's like as long as you, you keep pointing out differences, they will always be differences. And so I think that's something that's so beautiful about this show is the the, the amount of diversity and, and um, lack of label and, and just allowing love to to be love regardless of what shape or form it comes in um, and just the the idea that it doesn't need to be pointed out. And I think that's something so subtle but such a great theme that, that Motherland carries. So will we get to see more of that relationship between yourself and Amalia develop? Oh, absolutely. It's one of my favorite things about uh, the show and working on the show. Um, you see a lot of depth from Raelle because of it, and um, it motivates very much of her decisions throughout the course of the series and, and her arc and the way that she grows and communicates with other people in the world. It's, it's a massive part of who she is. Uh, throughout the series. I'm, I'm really, really excited for, for everyone to stand them as much as we do. <laughs> oh, I, I, th- I think there's some of us already, already standing, the two of you. It's... it's, so. it's uh, we, we, won't, we won't talk about my personal account at the moment. That's, that's turning into a bit of a uh, Rayel stand account at the moment. Just there's so many good images coming out of the promos at the moment. There's also going to be some on our covers that aren't out yet. There's this one that both you and I know of that's for, for those that when you all see it, you understand it's Amalia and Taylor and it exudes so much top energy just looking down at the other. It's, that was a great time, it, it's, so. it's a really good shoot that so seemingly much. is in canon, would you say? Sorry? Would all the promo images you did, you would they be all in canon? Yeah, uh, I yeah, I would 100% say that, that that shoot was brilliant. Um, you know, the the coloring and, and our photographer and the set deck and and uh, the dressers, it's it's absolutely beautiful. It's so great. They did such a great job of um, capturing the essence of every character. There's a lot of like the screaming sort of look on the posters. Is that, is that how you use your powers, or is it in the hands, or what? Um, so it's very much uh, less like the typical uh, stereotypical witchery you see on on screen, or you have seen over the past twenty years. It's it's less about sparkle shooting out of, out of your fingertips. A lot more about chanting using. Um, the the witches have a very special vo- vocal apparatus, so their biology is different uh, from a regular civilian. So we have six chambers in our in our um, 
used in our throats uh, for, for our vocals. And so we we conjure a lot of our, I guess you could call them spells, even though we never really use the term magic in Motherland. Um, but that's how we get the effects and, and maneuver our, our capabilities and our powers is through um, very much our our vocal abilities. Was there a reason for not using the word magic in the show? I, I actually can't comment on that because I don't know. I think that was something that Elliot wanted. I think he wanted to um, sort of really pay homage to true Wiccan culture, which it's very much about there every day. And um, I think he really wanted to stay true to their community and and show that we're 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 trying to really display the divinity that it stands for and the light that it stands for and um, and sort of move away from demonizing the culture, which is what a lot of people seem to do. That they associate it with um, you know the traditional idea of hell and um, sort of sex and, and making it out to be this bad thing whereas in art series it's, it's celebrated it's it's full of light energy and um you know there really there really isn't a lot of dark magic used because it's it's all kind of used for good yeah, I, really... I think that's something that i've heard lately that sabrina stumbled up against was that it wasn't really representing the like the wiccan culture as such mm-hmm. very well and as you, as you just said, it was pushing more towards all about hell and everything, which, yeah, you know, that, and, uh, that's the Sabrina arc of the new one. But as, you know, as I've, I know I've got a few friends that are Wiccan and they've sort of pointed out, mm-hmm. hey, this this isn't representative of us. This is sort of demonising us, I guess. Absolutely. So it's and, – and for those unaware, it, the show will call it work rather than magic. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, it's it's something very very fresh. I mean, I think it sort of floated across a couple of months back, and as you said, it's been in the works for quite a while. Um, it's gone through various stages. I think it was the first trailers back as far as 2018. Uh, so it's really cool to see it to this point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for a while. A couple of years I mean, now. You've, you've you've got an immortal in charge of you, I believe. If I've read read my research correctly or at least a 300 year old leader so she um i wouldn't actually consider her immortal but under her circumstances she's been able to preserve um, her life as long as she has through the energy of of other witches so they kind of devote their youth to to her it's it's very interesting though that's probably about as much as i can give you uh, for the time being, but you'll see, you'll see in the series. It's it's such a fascinating concept. I the the, the things that come out of Elliot's mind blow my face away. <laughs> uh, now, obviously, we can't get into spoilers because this is this has been recorded pre-season, and it will be released pre-season. So, it's it's going to be in that regard. But is there is there something like you know big twists that sort of well, not, not necessarily a big twist, but just twist that sort of keep it keep you on your toes uh, as a viewer. Oh my god! <laughs> I was yes, 
as if uh, I mean when I was reading the scripts, I was like, I need the next one. This is this is driving me crazy. And there's little um, Easter eggs throughout throughout the series that lead you to believe one thing or the other. And to to, to point a finger at any one twist is is impossible because there's so many throughout the arc of the season that it, it really truly does keep you engaged as a viewer and I've been lucky enough to see up to episode six and I, I got to watch it as just a true audience member and um, it was it's better than we, we could have dreamed it was we're very we're very very excited to share with with everybody it's it's definitely nothing like I've ever watched and that, that's what I like to hear as a viewer just because sometimes it's just nice to have something a bit different I mean what... it's so hard to be original in 2020 you know it's like a, a lot of the ideas are, are recycled and, and sort of just polished off and so to, to see so, such two bizarre categories like the military and and witchcraft something that's both so ancient and so modern um, collaborate to make this love child it's so interesting to screen real relevant issues make and a, an alt America and, uh, as well it sounds like the law is very very deep even just to the actors as well, just in the fact that you, you've you got these details as obscure as, oh, we've, you know, we've got an extra chamber to most people. It's a, and so there's like, a, there's well thought, which most, some shows do, but not a lot of shows really give a shit about, to put it bluntly. It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of, it's kind of always just there or just ignore it? Is that is the law something that's sort of going to be very, very well tied in? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, as it is in the real world, like their, their morals are constantly challenged, their integrity, um, their unity, their spread is always being challenged by their circumstances and their other relationships surrounding um, the primary ones. So... Um, yeah, you do. You do see a lot of that, and the the law is very uh, prominent in um, considering where we have very tight ties with the government uh, as the military, and so uh, every witch at the age of eighteen is conscripted to the military. So, I mean, I, I would consider that a big portion of of, of law, um, as you said. But um, it's it's the very yeah they they very much follow the law of the, the primary characters and. Um, the ones that don't are the ones that create a lot of the, the friction and the interesting stuff in the middle. Is, it, is there talk of a possible season two renewal before it even starts, just going by the sheer height? It's, it's so hard to say. Um, I think I think the, the networks usually like to watch how it airs, so I'm assuming that's what they're going to do, but they've been very, very hush-hush about everything, so we're just as anxious to know any bit of information as everyone else, um, but I'm, I'm assuming, um, as as with past series that I've been on, they, they like to sort of watch how it does and watch the reaction and from there base a decision off of that and do some testing with audiences and that, so I'm assuming it'll follow general protocol, but um, they do seem very, very excited about it and we're, we're optimistic. And I'm, I'm hoping we'll find out soon where we're getting in Australia for our Australian listeners because it's given us free form. 
We may well get it Foxtel, depending on what agreements get hit. Um, but then we've also got Siren on the stand here, so it, it does vary as to where we get it postseason. But just yeah, and Hulu is yeah. I believe I believe Hulu might be coming to global eventually, from what I've heard, which would be really good, especially with you know upcoming Marvel shows. Your own, it'll allow us to if we don't you know we don't have freeform here to be able to see shows like yours you know same day or up, yeah. is it day after? I think Hulu actually uploads the, the day after. Which is which is which is still good for us in Australia, but it's yeah. Hopefully, hopefully that will come global because in in terms like this, it'll get shows like yours out there to an audience that may you know may not be aware of it or because being freeform unless it's Marvel or anything, it doesn't generally hit most people's radars unless there's those of us that really just go across everything. So it's it'd be it'd be really good if it does because then you know it, it'd get the get the really unique shows like your own, which like you said for twenty twenty is a really cool idea in that it's uh, it hasn't been done. Uh, I mean when you said that there's one that came to mind was Strange Empire I think it was by CNBC which is in Canada, and that was well ahead of its time and it got cancelled, and so it's there's a Hopefully, this is something that people embrace. That's a really, really different idea. I mean, I mean, like you said, it's very different in the fact, you know, yeah, we've got Charmed, which is witches, but as you said, that's very the sparkly fingertips kind of thing. Whereas this is military, so you've immediately got a very different vibe. It sort of gave me a bit of magician's feel, a little bit from the from like the gymnasium yeah. side of things. But then it's also its own thing. Yeah, it's along, uh, I'd say, that sort of view, that kind of energy, as opposed to some of the other, the other stuff. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. They, they, made it, um, they made it a bit grittier than, than, I, than I thought it was going to be. Uh, I really like the mood and the energy. It makes make it a little bit grittier and not which, which is, you know, for Freeform, that's a good move, that they've made it gritty. Um, yeah. I mean, you've got so many sort of uh, not gritty shows, so it's good for them to show some range there, just just in your, you know, yeah. just particularly in that, um, just, in gen- just in general with the show. Is there anything that you can sort of lightly tease that we can get excited for. But besides our besides our I new mean, favourite ship. I I can I can just speak to the fact that a, a lot of the scenes I had with Jess and with Amalia you see a really you see a depth to Rael that um, I think you didn't expect because I certainly didn't expect it. Um, and, a, and a softness to which are very lovable. Um, and, a, and a great character to root for, and because um, off the top she just comes off very, very jaded. She's very intense, and then you see her, her passionate side where she's a lot more true and real and raw. And I think that's something that's so ironically humane uh, about her. And uh, I'm really, I'm just really excited for our audiences to, 
to tune into uh, Rael and Scylla's relationship because that's that's probably my favorite part of, of the show. Is there is there can you elaborate a little bit on why Rael's got authority issues, or is that something the show is going to touch on? Uh, I think you know her her lacking um, having uh, a mother for uh, the last year or so. It's it's really taken a toll on. Like I said, she's very jaded and guarded, and I think she is so much that way because she doesn't want to. Uh, she doesn't want to be hurt again. She doesn't want to experience that grief, and so it's sort of like this reckless. Um, you know, I'm gonna throw myself on the battlefield and get killed because that's what I'm condemned to, anyways. And so she she's sort of taken on this attitude and and brought them to sort of light to her personality that I think were uh, awoken when her mom was alive. And so I, I think um, is the, the next one that sees that in her. And so she's been chasing that feeling ever since, just to sort of feel alive again. I think that's, that's why I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm excited well, what was your feelings when you first saw the costumes that you get to wear? Um... Of course I'm in uniform again. It was kind of my first initial thing because I always seem to be in uniform on TV or, or stuck wearing the same thing, whether it be Apocalypse or Assassin's School or the military. <laughs> um, but all that aside, the costume design was insane. Um, it's beautiful. It's graceful. It's strong. Um, I love the tones they used and the patterns they used. I wish everyone could see it up close the way we did and, and watch it happen and them tailor around us the way that we did because um, we owe them so much credit to the, the mood of our show. God, they did such a such a great job. We're so proud of them. And for, and for those unaware, that you, you see those images come, going around the internet a lot very soon and on our cover and on our cover as well. Oh, yes. But we will get to see you out of uniform yes. as well, I would assume. We will get to see you out of Sorry? uniform as well, I would assume. Oh, yeah, in some very fun ways. Very okay, fun. I'm not going to misread that at all, Shut but up. I'm going to like to misread that a little <laughs> bit and hope you mean Rinamalia. No, Fingers crossed. I promise you, are still close. Oh, well, well at least free form, so <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's kind of got to happen. But in very fun ways is not to say that a nice subtle so. wait and see. <laughs> no, the yeah, the costume design was absolutely phenomenal, and um, they were very, uh, very. They had there was so much assistance and support when we were not wearing clothing as well. So it's they were so great and you know, helped us feel comfortable in our bodies and um, it's it really does show. It really shows. Well, now I think you just got everyone intrigued now. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of stuff. It's, it's, uh, another one of my favorite things is that sex is celebrated. It makes them stronger and it's it empowers them. And I think that's how it should be. You know, there's so many... Uh, the, the, that culture of women versus women... We're, Motherland's done a great job of breaking that stigma. 
world that's supercharged by female empowerment and all that our show stands for, it started with a man. So, I mean, if that doesn't signify a shift in mm. our current culture, then I'm not sure. But I think this is very revolutionary. It's very current. Um, and it ties history in with that, which is such a in such a beautiful way. I'm so, so grateful for, for, for this show and everyone that worked on it. And for, for those unaware, Motherland Fort Salem does air March 18th in the US. For Australia, I imagine it'll be March 19 at the earliest. Is there any little... Or, or how, how about we go back to one of our nicest original things. Describe season one in three words. Uh, wow. Um... Strength, integrity, and either unity or sisterhood. Okay, well, let's go four then. Sisterhood and, and, and unity. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a good way to... That, that's, that's a nice little tease, but not too... Not... <laughs> I mean, those are, those are, I guess, more along the lines of main themes, but I would say, you know, if you're looking for verbs or, or action words, it's, it's riveting... Uh, enthralling and it leaves you feeling ecstatic. Yeah, that's what I like in my series. <laughs> Is it fair to say Rael's a lead character? Just going by the trailers? Is Rael a lead character going by the trailers um, or is that just the way the trailers are painted up? Um, I mean, like, yeah, it, it sort of follows um, her as, as the hero character initially, but the other two come in so quick and they're all so strong. I, it's really hard to point a finger at any one lead. Everyone is so great and so strong in their characters. There's more like six of six of us. <laughs> it's very much a team effort. And um, like I said, referring back to that that unity, that that sisterhood. It was in breaking that woman versus woman stigma. Like we were all supportive of each other, and they they did such a great job of of you know dividing screen time and and storyline making every character interesting and really getting into the mind of every single character which is it's it's hard to to write a series without having some static or stagnant characters and they really did a great job of making every single person interesting giving every person a history a motive um and you know just having a dynamic element to them which is i find it's an enigma. It's very rare. It's a novelty. And that, and given, given this is pre-season, we can't we can't go delve into too much detail, sadly. But uh, fingers crossed, we can get Taylor back pre-season to undo all the story and our our new favourite ship you. and everything like that. But as we've mentioned, Motherland Fort Salem does premiere on Freeform in the US on March 18th. And we'll be sure to let all of you know where else you can watch it outside of the US because it looks like a really exciting series. And if you're not convinced after this chat with Taylor, well, I don't know what's going to convince you. It's super gay, so that's already a tick for us. And it's got witches. So... It's it's a it's already a win in my book, and from what Taylor's told us today, it's hopefully going to be really exciting. And 
draw us all in and be our new favourite show. <laughs> that would be amazing. It's definitely got something for every wheelhouse, which is, again, it's a hard thing, hard thing to do. It is such a great job. Thank you very much for giving up your time to chat with us today, Taylor. You're so much fun to talk to. Thank you for having me. I've been your host, TJ, alongside Taylor Hickson from the upcoming Motherland Fort Salem, and we'll catch you all in the next episode.